Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, I just want to take a minute here to talk about Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is, it is where I actually make my podcast. It is the easiest way to get started in podcasting. They've made everything super simple. They have recording software right on their app or online as well. They distribute your podcast for you. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere almost anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. These guys have spread my name out there for me. They made it super simple. You can record right to the app or online. You guys, if, you, if you're even remotely interested in starting a podcast, this is the way to go. Okay, go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. And you can get started. Here's the cool thing. You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You don't have to have your name out there with 100,000 people before you can start making money. They've actually sponsored me to put the spot in here. And guess what? I'm making a couple bucks. It's turning this from a hobby into a potential career for me. So if you care to, if you're interested at all, Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app to get started. Hi, I'm Tinsley, and this is the Feenster Zoo. Hi, I'm Hadley, and at the Feenster Zoo. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you to my adorable daughters for that great intro. Today is the 10th episode. 10 episodes. I can't believe it. This is crazy. Thank you so much for joining me on this insane ride. And first and foremost, I have to apologize. I'm publishing a week or a day late rather. Try to get these things out every Sunday. Um, this week at the zoo has been particularly zoo-like going absolutely crazy. We've got extra dogs at the house. They're my mother-in-law's we love them to pieces. We have Oliver and Chesapeake here this week. Um, yeah, the, the week just kind of got away from me. I didn't get a chance to record this when I wanted to, uh, mostly due to just changing schedules. And yeah, just we got away from me, and I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, episode 10. This is crazy. Thank you for joining me here again. This is part two of The Power of Slowing Down. Last week, I focused a lot on the Sabbath and silence, and of course, there's way more to say on that. I'm going to try and stay away from it this week. I might go on a tangent. I don't know yet. Uh, this week, we're going to be more focusing on simplicity and the cost of a busy life. Um, really, the aim of this is to talk about uh, living thoughtfully and intentionally. 
And of course, that is my whole purpose, to be intentional. So that's what we'll be focusing on this week. Um, yeah, let's go on this ride together. So why does this matter so much? The cost of a busy, hurried, overpacked life, a toxic life. Why is this worth two episodes? Why, why do I keep harping on the same topic? I like to frame it like this. You can have option A or option B in your life. You cannot have both. Option A being restfulness or option B being restlessness. You can have margin or you can have busyness. You can have quiet or you can have noise. You can have deep relationship or you can have isolation. You can have delight or distraction. Clarity or confusion. Trust or worry. Love or anger and angst. You could have joy or you could have melancholy and sadness. You can have peace in your life or you can be filled with anxiety. You can't have both. Don't know why you'd want both. But what column do you land in? Is the cost of having restlessness and busyness and noise and distraction and confusion in your life, is that worth it? I don't think so. Something to keep in mind, there's almost nothing that is done with hurry that can't be done better without it. Hurry and busyness can be linked to almost every inner problem that I face for sure, and probably you as well. I'd be willing to bet. Going through life without happiness, without empathy, without joy, without deep relationships and peace, that's hardly a life worth living. The best way I have found to create these things in my life is to simplify, to slow down, and to create this margin. By this, I mean living below my means, both fiscally and with time and attention. This may come as a bit of a shock, but my dream is not to be a millionaire in some mansion with 10 cars. Now, the answer to creating a margin in our life is shockingly not to add more money to more stuff and more things in our life. It's about having, not necessarily having less, but using what we have better. Another word for this is contentment. Life below our means. This, this means to me living life by creating a weekly schedule. Okay, remember the four pillars from last episode. Creating a schedule and planning around them and leaving as much space as we can, at least as much space as we can afford. Then, if you're not interrupted and you have that extra time that you have set aside, say you plan up to 80% of your schedule and leaving about 20% free, which is not a bad plan for your finances as well, then you have extra time to relax, extra time with your loved ones. And who doesn't want that kind of time? When you have that extra time, be sure not to fill it up with like 
useless social media scrolling. Recent studies have shown that there's a direct correlation between the time we spend online and the loneliness we actually feel. A direct relation between the ridiculous comparisons between someone's online profile and the worst part of our own lives. Now, online during 2020, it surely has brought us some great ways to truly connect to people, truly make community with people. Make sure you're scheduling this time into your life. Now, right now, I know we are all on lockdown. Okay, Some places have it a lot worse than I have it out here on my island, and I'm aware of that, but it's still not easy here either. Scheduling this time, putting this time into your schedule, I promise this is a life-giving practice. Even as an introvert, which I am very much so, I still need human connection, real human connection, not just seeing someone's pictures or videos online. We all need to find this community we belong to, even a small group, a couple of people that you can truly be unapologetically yourself around. No one wearing a mask or trying to impress anyone. Just be yourself. Being a part of this kind of community, man, it gets me pumped up. It pours into my life. It gets me so excited. It encourages me to go through life and to be a better version of myself. I can't explain how much I got from being a part of this church drive through that I talked about a couple weeks back. It was so good. It, ha- it changed my whole week just being a couple hours around people. Like I just said, I am an introvert. Generally, I don't like people. That That's not fair. I love people. I really do. But it takes a lot out of me to be around people, especially people who I don't know or I'm not familiar with. It really bogs me down. It takes a lot out of me. But I promise it gives me more to be a part of something, to be a part of a community than it ever takes out of me. So please remember, schedule this time into your week. It might as well be a pillar. It might as well be a fifth pillar to just build a friendship, build community. If you can, if you can take it, if your schedule can handle it, a handful of people would be amazing. There was a study done not too long ago that said the maximum amount of people you can have in your circle, the maximum amount of relationships any one person can handle was about 150 people. I have a lot more than that on my Facebook. There's no way I could make meaningful relationships with that many people. It's just not possible. Social media has this delightful way of saying that, hey, we are connected. We are together. No, we're not. I don't know half the people on my Facebook a quarter of as well as I should. 150 people, put this in perspective. Shalane and I at our wedding had about 300 people, give or take. This was 
immediate family and our closest friends. I can't even keep up with this many people, and I'm related to most of them via marriage or by blood. If my family is listening, I love you all, and I'm sorry that I'm not keeping up with you half as well as I should, especially through all this. But it's true, there's just too many of us. The Fiendster Zoo, when we go get expanded, is insanely big. But I digress. What I'm saying is that we need these deep, meaningful connections, and chances are you're better at it with your chosen family, that being your friends that you have chosen to bring into your life, to love, to, to be your chosen family. Chances are we connect better with them than we do our actual blood. Now, I love my brothers. I've got three older brothers. I wish I was closer to them. I've got one in the States, two in Alberta, and I'm out here on the West Coast in BC. It's just, I wish I was closer to them. But truth be told, I have friends who I am much closer with because I've chosen them. They relate to me and I relate to them on a far deeper scale. Um, it's just, you gotta find these people. You gotta find the people who you've brought into your circle that you can be unapologetically yourself to. Um, anyway, I'm gonna get out of this rabbit hole and move on here. Okay, so all this being said, let me simplify. <laughs> simplify, see what I did there? Uh, the cost of living a busy and cluttered life is just too high. I don't want to sit down with my wife at the end of a long week and have Shalane ask me, Hey, how was your week? And I tell her, hectic, anxiety-ridden, and it made me feel sad and isolated. And I especially don't want her to look at me and be like, huh, another one, hey? Like, who actually wants this? I'm serious. I have some people in my circles that if they were honest with themselves, this is how they would answer that question every week. How was your week? It was terrible. Why? Why put this in? Why do this to yourself? I, I mean, if I actually answer this question, this week was pretty not bad. I had some good work stress, but my wife is great, lets me vent, gets it off my chest, and that's the end of it. I had a really good week, good balance, great family time, and who could ask for anything more than that? I am lucky. Most weeks, I'm in column A. You know, I find myself with good balance. I find myself with a fair semblance of peace. Especially over the past year, I have felt isolated a fair bit. But more often than not, I find myself in column A more than column B. And honestly, I would like to expand on something I said earlier. Creating margin is not about adding more. It's about using what you have better. And I don't want this to sound condescending. That's, that's not my aim here at all. I'm saying that the majority of us have more than we need. I'm, I 
I certainly do. I've checked myself a lot lately, and I have much more than I need. My family and I are very blessed, and we know this. We're doing a lot more, especially lately, to properly utilize our means to benefit those around us. Creating space in our schedules to give back to people, friends, the church, family, and same thing with our budget. We keep some space in our budget to bless people when we find a need. And of course, our home is filled with stuff. And if someone else needs it, you better believe that it's no problem. We're blessing that person with whatever it is that, that we have. It's about creating that margin. It's about not living past or even 100% of your your means. It's, it's not about living beyond. I don't want to live in debt. Okay? Be it fiscal, be it time, be it attention. I don't want to spend beyond what I'm actually given. It's great coming to the end of my week and having room to breathe in almost every part of my life. And I'm not perfect. This is not the end of every week or day or even, even at the end of every hour. Sometimes I come home and I feel like I'm drowning in my emotions and in my day and I just want to walk up to my bed and fall face first into my pillow and cry. And guess what? That is okay. Sometimes life is hard and it's overwhelming and it's too much for us to bear by ourselves. I'm lucky. I have a wife that will help me shoulder these burdens. Even more so, I have a God who will take these burdens from me. But sometimes life does get the better of us. And it becomes really easy to compare ourselves with others. Please remember, these times are okay. It's okay to feel how you feel. But reach out to someone you trust. Coming back to that community, building that, even that's one person who you can talk to. Reach out. We have all been through tough parts in our life and come out the other side refined by the fire. Again, it's about using what we have. Maybe you don't have the money. Maybe you don't have much time in your schedule. Look, I'm a full-time employee, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I have right now way too many pets in my house. I don't have a lot of spare time. Maybe that's not where you have something to give. But we all have talents. Maybe yours is talking. Maybe you're a millionaire and you have money to throw. Maybe you're a starving college kid and all you have is a third-hand couch and a box of Pizza Pops. I was there. I miss Pizza Pops some days. Maybe your neighbor doesn't have Pizza Pops, but he has a couch. Bring him some Pizza Pops. Maybe you have the voice of an angel. And you, someone needs music in their life. It's about using what we have better. 
if I'm honest with myself, I'm not utilizing everything that I've been given. I haven't created all the space in my life. I haven't simplified as simple as I could be. And it's okay. Every week I get a little better. That's not true. Some weeks I'm not any better. Some weeks I'm worse. But it's a process. And it's going to take time. That's okay. Look, I'm not here to tell you how to run your life. I'm not here to tell you that take five easy steps and your life's going to be better. Look, life is messy. It's dirty and it's hard. If life was easy, anyone could do it. I'm just here saying that we can change our lives. A couple of simple changes, a couple of simple shifts in our schedule, it could free us to accomplish more and accomplish things better. Like I said, we can do things better without hurry in our lives. I certainly couldn't do this podcast and work full time if I didn't simplify my schedule. I couldn't spend proper time with my wife and kids if I didn't simplify my schedule. I couldn't be as easy, I couldn't function as easily without simplifying my schedule. And the same works for finances. You simplify, you budget properly, you leave space, and when something goes wrong, there's less stress because you've put away for this rainy day. Maybe it's not your rainy day. Maybe your friend comes by and goes, hey, I need help. I'm short on rent this month. Guess what? You can help. And then that friend owes you. No, he's not. (laughs) That's not the point here. Um, It's just a better way to live. Jesus walked slow. Jesus was okay with being interrupted. His days weren't ruined because someone's like, man, I need your help. He's like, cool, let's go help. Anything you're doing can be better without busy, without hurry, without this panic. That's all I'm saying. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to be condescending. I'm not here to say I've got all the answers because I don't. But I've learned a couple things. And that's why I'm here. I want to share these things with you. That's it. After it's all said and done, I'm definitely going to revisit this in the future. But I'm going to put this down for a little while. I'm going to get back to why I started this. I want to talk about relationships again because that's really where my heart lies. But these things had to be said. This has to be shared on as many platforms as I can because I think that slowing down, simplifying, creating margin can change your life. That's why it's so important. I want to live in column A, not in column B. And I want you guys to live there too because I promise it's a much better place to live. In the meantime, reach out to me. I want to have a conversation. I want to be interrupted. I want 
to do life with you. I don't care if you're having the best week ever or you're going through some of the dirtiest, darkest trials of your life. I want to be a part of your life. Reach out to me. Start a conversation. I'm on every social media platform, even though I talk against them a lot. It's the easiest way to find people to talk to. So please, reach out to me. I'm Spencer. This is the Fiendstra Zoo. God bless. Have a great week.